1: We're about ready to start the show for real. You guys, having a good time? Yeah. You ready to learn all about the FilmCon Air? <laughs> all right. So, we're going to begin. This is Sweet, the Ladies Guide to Bro Culture Live. You ready? All right. Here it comes. Yes, we got a lukewarm nod over here. It's as ready as anyone ever is going to be for this. Okay. Coming back on the stage, Millie Tamaras and Jeffrey Asmus, come on out. Everyone loved everyone, don't worry about it. And then we're gonna listen to your opinions on Con Air and, and it could only improve. Because it's going to be, it's, it's a beautiful film. Guys, don't worry about it. Hi.
2: Hi. Hey,
1: I've never done this live before. Uh, all right, cool. <laughs> Pretty much like it always is. Okay, so we're talking about Con Air. Um, let me pull up my little bit of data on this. Con Air starring Nicolas Cage and a cast of heavy hitters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking Steve Buscemi. We're talking John Malkovich. We're talking Dave fucking Chappelle.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was crazy.
1: <laughs> as like as When he was like nine or something <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, Dave ta- Chappelle's we, old. What's that?
2: I said Dave Chappelle's old because he was like pretty young. In the, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, he's He's like 50
1: now, but he looks like he's nine in this movie and mm. it doesn't feel like it's that old. This movie was made... But it is. It was released in 1997. Oh. Wow. 1997, uh, not a beloved film at the time, nor could we say now, uh, garnering a a whopping 55% uh, fresh meter reading from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, There there were some positive reviews from the major critics. David Anson from Newsweek says, the saving grace of Conair is its own sense of absurdity. Uh, Rosenberg and director Simon West seem to know just how preposterous their story is. <laughs> More typical of that though is the review from Peter Travers in Rolling Stone. He says, they're the worst of the worst, and so's the movie.
2: <laughs> uh, <And> that's <laughs> what Dang, Peter that's Travers cool. had to
1: say <laughs> at, that, at that time. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about today, Con Air. So what is Con Air? Con Air is the story of Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe <laughs> is, is uh, a vet Fresh from the war, and he,
3: he's <laughs> what coming. war is he in? What I, don't, I it's I, very I unclear. Know.
1: He's in some war because it's it's pre 9 11, so yeah. it's like
3: I think it's Desert Storm. Involved. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's Desert yeah. Storm, but then a guy but, yells at him for saying, You're the reason we lost Vietnam. Vietnam, Vietnam. At the beginning, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I have so no idea. Like,
2: <laughs> I think you meant like that type of person, yeah,
3: but he's, I also didn't know what he meant. He was a ranger, like he was an was army
1: like, ranger from uh, some war, I guess. Some, some war that happened before 9-11 because before there were no wars before 9-11. <laughs> well, wars night.
2: ended before 9-11. Wars, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> There's a clear end date of wars. Yeah. And <laughs> post 9-11, they don't end. They just go they on and on end. forever. That's
1: right. <laughs> yes, wars, wars no longer end. Um, so anyway, he, he, uh, he's there. He's, he's back from the war. <laughs> his, his young wife, played by Monica Potter, uh, here's, here's a fun story from, from the archives. My, my ex used to date Adam Dirtz from, uh, Oh, Counting Crows. F- from Counting Crows. Yeah. The
2: crow, g- the, the, um, the, 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 dre- the, dreadlock, the dreadlock guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. The white I dreadlock guy. He yeah. dates everyone. He dates I knew everyone. Somebody. He dated s- like a 20 year old cam girl a few years. Sorry, yeah, no. <laughs> absolutely. And he dated
1: my ex, my ex that dated all of the nineties rockers. And, uh, she was jealous because uh, Adam Duritz had a song called "Mrs. Potter," which is about Monica Potter's mother, because they were dating at the time. So, she, <laughs> she her mother. It's like something about Mrs. Potter. I love your daughter. I think is what the chorus was. And boy, she hated Monica Potter. She uh. could not stand Monica Potter because Monica po- Potter got a song, and I I think, and this is this is her. I think she claims that she's the crazy bitch from from that song, Crazy Bitch. In Buckcherry? By Buckcherry. Oh, she claims she's wow. the crazy bitch. She claims, I don't know Monica if that's true. Monica or, or your My ex. ex. My ex claimed that she was the crazy bitch from Buckcherry's Crazy Bitch. She dated the lead She dated singer. a guy. She dated someone she from Buckcherry She dated Buck Tom, Tom well. Buckcherry? Why? Wow. I, I guess so, <laughs> yeah. Incredible. I don't know
2: what the fuck a Buckcherry is. It's, uh, <laughs> a, it's, <laughs> it's,
4: it's a, a bad band. Monica Potter,
2: there's like that, like, uh, Shark uh, Shark Tank spinoff, The The Prophet. And um, Marcus Limonis uh, invested in Monica Potter's uh, business, and she was such a bitch that he de-invested. Oh, my God. Because he's like, you're too controlling, and you don't want to make money. So So maybe she is a bitch. So basically,
1: you're confirming my evil ex. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That she was justified all these years for hitting Monica Potter. That's fine. That's fine. She a broken clock can be right uh, twice, twice a day. A yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Twice a year. Um. Twice wait, a year. <laughs> oh sorry, I was thinking over th- time. Sorry, <laughs> I was thinking sundials. Um. <laughs> so what I want to say is Nicholas Cage in the bar like puts his ear on Monica Potter's f- very, flat, very stomach, flat stomach. Very yeah. like ab, Like she has abs, stomach, and oh like yeah. I let me hear my baby talk.
3: <laughs> How could have she been pregnant? He was in jail. He
2: was in the he was, war. He was in the
1: war before then. He wasn't in jail oh, yeah, yet. You're right, you're
2: right, you're right, right.
1: <laughs> yes. The war. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he he was not in jail yet. He was in the war. I I thought the same thing. She has like a she's like a four inch waist, and it's <laughs> um, and it's like she's practically translucent, and she's like. Is my baby in there? Your ba- dude, your baby is nowhere near that. That's yeah, that's not your baby. Know. That is n- that's, n- that's not your baby. That is maybe like that's maybe like four arugula leaves. Uh, there is yeah. n- there is no way a, a baby is in there. Yeah, that. So so what happens then? Uh, some rednecks uh, start uh, start insulting his 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 woman, and he reluctantly goes to defend her honor, and uh, a bar fight ensues, or actually, a street fight ensues. Street fight, yeah.
4: And in the rain. <laughs> in the
1: rain, of course, because this is a Bruckheimer movie and they had to shoot in the rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, he, he's a ranger, so his, his arms are, his, his body's a lethal weapon, and he ends up killing, ends up killing these drunkards uh, in the act of self-defense and is then uh, convicted from seven to ten years uh, after, ple- after pleading guilty to um, involuntary manslaughter, and then goes to to prison where he hangs out with with uh michael t williamson before mm-hmm. he developed the the act he, he, where, did the, where did that voice come from he's, he's yeah guy. his
2: accent was weird i couldn't his, place it his accent was weird nicholas cage's right
1: Nick, Nick, well, no, i'm talking about michael t williamson <laughs> <laughs> he's like he, he he has like this deep resonant voice now but he didn't in the movie
3: oh. nicholas cage's voice in the movie he's like southern but he also seems kind of mentally slow yeah the way he Uh, talks yeah it's like barely functioning like he
1: he really took some hard hits in the war (laughs) yeah in the war in the war war. (laughs) back in the war nicholas cameron poe took some hard hits but it's it's a it's definitely a weird accent it's like it's like the mouthful of peanut butter accent yeah Yeah. i
2: was watching this and i was like see those redneck guys are like there's some guys like that I would you know Michael Keaton I'd fuck him at any stage right mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. Vincent D'Onofrio any oh, stage yeah. even Men in Black even like Criminal Intent is like peak he,
1: even more so he, like even now he's like huge
2: he, like, yeah, yeah yeah I would totally him yeah. Nicholas Cage like he had like a short gap of like Racing Arizona's like peak oh, Nicholas yeah. Cage fuckability. Yeah. And so then these, these these rednecks are like dissing him. am like, these rednecks are hotter than Nicolas Cage. Ah. <laughs> He's like Junkers, like the main posse one. I was like, okay, I could do it. I, yeah. I mean, I, need, I obviously need help. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage was not high. His hair was bad. Um, but hair this is was how terrible. a woman yeah. was viewing this movie. I was like, what if his fuck hair him? gets real when bad? No, yeah.
1: Nicholas Cage and I have said this. I have said this. If I go without makeup, I look like Nicholas Cage in this movie. No, that's that's that. what I have don't said. do that. I I that's what I, I'm just saying that, that that's what I feel like. If, if I if I don't put on a full face, I basically look like Cameron Poe. That's no. that, that is that is my gender dysphoria no, right there. It is no, all no, Nicholas Cage that, based. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this movie was a unique form of torture for me. I'm like oh. He should just contour and he would, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> he would look so, so much better. It was uh, the hair. The it hair, dude. Hair the wild. hair is not good. Alright. So so uh just a little more uh, <laughs>
2: We've only gotten to like no, minutes none in the of the movie. movie yeah. <laughs> yeah. There,
1: there's there that is totally fine. This this is a, this is an unstructured show. So uh basically <laughs> from there he gets he gets convicted, and he goes to prison, and he, and he rooms with Michael T. Williamson, and then they, they, um, they look toward to the day when, when he gets released so he can be reunited with his daughter, <laughs> and that's where, that's where the credits roll, and the Con Air symbol that's slams so down. That's so funny
3: when the, cre- the symbol comes out of nowhere. Yeah, that, that <laughs> giant like a Con Brand. Air
1: stamp, like, you have any fucking clue what this means. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Con Air, a movie i have never heard of. Ready to begin. And... <laughs> And that's, and that's it. Then the movie proper starts. And also, in
3: prison, he's like reading in his room, but there's like beds burning in the hallway. Yeah, and it's I like know. complete anarchy oh, in the prison. Oh, what the he's hell? He's just happening? writing a letter to yeah. his daughter while men are screaming and, and I'm pillaging. Like, this, <laughs>
2: this fucking little girl doesn't visit. Like, what the hell? It's all like letters. She can't <laughs> even write. That's right. <laughs> She's like fucking like bad handwriting. And I don't know. I'm like, why did like, she just come visit her? Oh, dad?
3: he does say he didn't want her to he visit didn't him. See, he said he didn't want her yes, to see so he me want to see oh in God. this place <laughs> my,
1: my my real problem with with all of those all of those prison scenes with nicholas cage was that he was wearing jeans mm, yeah he was wearing yeah, jeans they're never wearing in the original yeah yeah that yeah. True. yeah that would really bothered me because like there are pockets in those jeans and like right, oh, right. Yeah. like that that's like, this, this is a bad prison. Like That's they're, the they're only unrealistic thing the, the only unrealistic <laughs> thing about <laughs> the entire film was that Nicolas Cage wore jeans in prison. It was so <laughs> dumb.
2: Well, there's also, like, a barber shop in, in prisons, too. I was like, why is no one cutting this man's hair? Right. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think you
3: can have long hair in prison. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't, don't think, think so, either. I Nor can you, you can, have I jeans. We'll have have okay, okay.
1: So, <laughs> so there, Con Air. Fiction <laughs> debunked. All right, all right. So, so that's Con Air. And then basically, what happens from there is uh, John Malkovich and his crew of miscreants take over the plane. Nicholas Cage is the only one who can stop them. And then uh, the action uh, culminates uh, with John Malkovich's head getting smashed in by something. I'm still not entirely clear what. Um, and yeah. that is basically Con Air. So <laughs> we um, really rushed through the no, entire. Yeah, movie there there. <laughs> no, no, we'll 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 deep dive. But like oh, that's God, I yeah. just I wanted to get through the, the plot <laughs> summary in case you hadn't seen it. So you want to you get an idea of what we're talking about. We're gonna play the, the trailer in just a minute. It's gonna be something. And um, but before we get to the trailer, I wanted to talk about first impressions, Millie. You have not seen Con Air ever. Until today. Uh, until today. Give us your off top first impressions of Con Air.
2: Yeah, I could have died and never watched this movie. <laughs> uh, what? I could what? have like, yeah, I just feel like, you know, the patriarchy is real. Like The patriarchy
1: is real. There's so yeah. many
2: things that women consume that like, it's just like universally bad, right? Yeah. But then there's so many staples of like male culture that I'm like, this is bad. And like, you know, like stuff like Sex in the City, like that's bad, but this is bad. Like, you know, it's like all bad. Yeah. I don't know, The Bachelor, like I think of like The Bachelor, Bachelorette thing. That's just as bad as the NFL. You know, uh, I, I don't know. This just set me on a spiral of like, what is <laughs> bad? What is it good? But it was really funny. It was actually really funny. This movie was pretty funny. The accents, the jump cuts. Yeah. Um, also, I will say... Um, this movie is incredibly racist. It's so uh. racist. Oh my god! It so, I was so like, racist. this is because um, the one of the characters they're introducing and there's like John Malkovich killed thirty five people. Yeah, and then it's like and this guy, the black guy, he's leader. He's the other leader of the Black Gorillas gang. <laughs> yeah, and he's he wrote several um, literature. Like they made him like to be just as scary as John Malkovich, but all his stuff was like. <laughs> about black liberation right, and i was like he I he bombed
3: the, an nra meeting yeah he he's like yeah
2: the nra is like a justice like it's like the NRA, he thinks the nra is just is like the white supremacist staple and i'm just like yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm like then <laughs> like, they're saying all this stuff and i'm like no yeah, it sounds cool and yeah, then they're, and they're so like put him in the cage I'm like,
1: what? <laughs> right. it's like it's like all right yeah john Malkovich, he killed everybody on earth and Oh, and Ving Rhames—he's black, and he wrote a book. Yeah, no, that was literally it. Put him in and, jail. Then,
2: and then, like the Mexican guy was like a oh, violent yeah. rapist who's like, "Ugh!" I must. R-. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so." And then there's it's literally so only two women in the film.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the guard oh who yeah. was about
2: to get raped, <laughs> and Monica Potter,
1: and Monica Potter, um,
2: and then maybe the little girl at the end. So two. And the and little a half.
1: girl at the end, and and they did treat Sally can't dance, uh, even though was oh, yeah. what, was a femme boy. They they did they did address her as she, which is like a weirdly, progressive re- weirdly thing. progressive yeah. moment, and <laughs> and and even. Even when even when Nicolas Cage was about to knock out Sally, can't dance. He s- he switched to a hand slap because <laughs> he is a gentleman.
2: Oh, yeah. Open, yeah. Well, there was yeah. also
3: the one time where Ving Rhames gets out of his he gets out of the cell on the plane, then he yells "Allahu Akbar."
1: <laughs> oh my god! I didn't yeah. even catch that. The, that's <laughs> it
3: like kind of gloss over. They don't even put it in the captions. But I heard it. and I was like, "Oh wow!" wow. Yeah, <laughs> all right.
1: It did
2: not age well.
1: Did not age well. <laughs> all right.
2: I was like, so yeah. I just you know. We want to know how Trump happened and it started it's with It's right Conair. here <laughs> it's right here the beginnings of it is
1: right here in He's a
2: symptom of a greater problem.
1: <laughs> He's a symptom of a greater problem where where all you need to know about being Ramsey's character is that he's black and he wrote a book and therefore he's in prison. So in prison, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's not,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a movie that doesn't even fail the Bechdel test because it doesn't even qualify for the no. Bechdel right, yeah.
2: test. Right, <laughs>
1: because there's never two women having a conversation in the movie anyway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so And then also, like, the first the first um, 10 minutes blow through eight years, <laughs> and then the rest of the movie's like three hours right nearly th- real time like, yeah, yeah it's like nearly real time it makes yeah. no sense to me <laughs> all right, all um, right.
1: Uh, Jeffrey before we get started um, I've already warned the audience that, that 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 you were already not a super fan of this film because I really just wanted you on the show and like oh, we, thank you. I, I really wanted you on the show <laughs> I I love both of you and I thought this would be like a really like ace combination and I really wanted to bash Con air so like <laughs> A little bit of square peg round hole, but you just watched it again today. Give us your give us your fresh takes on
3: uh, con- I think. I gotta say, it rocks uh, <laughs> <laughs> in like a in like an Armageddon way. Like Armageddon's one of my favorite movies. Oh, geez. not in like a, I not in like I like what it stands for, but it's just fun. I will say this movie kind of, in some ways. I'm trying to be the devil's advocate here, really hard. Oh, uh, need the, we need more of need those. More. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: you you are the white guy on stage. I know. So, what I, I so know my job. I know what way. I got to do. Yeah, yeah, do. That's <laughs> what
3: we hired you. for. I know. Movie. I know. <laughs> Don't be shy. They do in some ways. Nicolas Cage uses toxic masculinity in a positive way. (laughs) In a little, I'm trying. I'm really digging deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Like he's like a buff guy, but he uses it to help those less fortunate. (laughs) Mm. He's a hero. He is the hero. He is a hero. Yes, but he's an idiot. But. (laughs) That's all I got. Really, uh, <laughs>
1: com- compared to Cyrus the virus.
3: Yeah, exactly. And,
1: and and the and the guy who the guy that rapes a bunch. Uh, I guess he's better. Don't uh, they yeah. call him Johnny Twenty Three? Johnny Twenty Three, which is crazy. Yeah. Oh, God. There, there were there were things that I had I, I didn't remember about Conair. Uh, did not remember how racist it is. And man, so is it, it is so racist. Yeah. But but I did remember Johnny Number Twenty Three as like gross. And like that stood out to me when, when I was living as a guy, and like I had no clue, like what what women went through, and I was like, "Wow, that's problematic." This
3: guy. <laughs> <laughs> so. And so. then Dave Chappelle's super racist to the Native American Dave,
2: guy oh <laughs> too. My, <there's> so much. <laughs> w- John Malkovich said like some yeah he says, yeah, he says yeah, yeah we're
1: gonna we're gonna get to the racism here in a minute. Uh, but, but
2: also, I will say, John Cusack. I'd fuck him. He, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any stage. Yeah. He's I'd like, fuck him last week. I'd fuck him better off dead. I'd fuck <laughs> him Con Air. Fuck him.
3: He's like against the prison industrial complex. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
2: He's like yeah. just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Li- he reads. He reads he's, yeah. Like, he's,
3: like, <laughs>
1: he's like the woke marshal, and we, mm-hmm. we appreciate that. All right. Now, for the next uh, little bit, we are going to watch the trailer to Con Air. Uh, hopefully, my... My job of, of doing the tech works, and let's take a look at the trailer to Con Air. Um, so just run this back right from here. Here oh we my go. my God.
2: <laughs> 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 that cannot be
5: He's a US Ranger. Highly decorated. Did a little hell-raising when he was a kid, but nothing serious. He's defending his wife. Little one. Got in a drunken brawl. And he killed a guy. Could have happened to you or me. (laughs) After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, 3
1: Regents and Kathy Lees and a genuine 2020 interviewee.
5: What you looking at, punk? Nothing else, just mine on your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the end flight movie today? <laughs> Can ruin your whole day. Go, go, go! Ah! What happened? We caught the plane, man! Welcome to Con Air. Jailbreak 1, you are not cleared for takeoff. And nobody on this aircraft gives a flyer. The issue here is how the plane is brought down. Shoot it down.
0: There are innocent people up there. He's got a little girl to come home to. Him. He's been waiting for this day for eight years.
5: What are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to say today. This summer, check your weapons. Take your seat. Isn't that your car? And say your prayers. From Jerry Bruckheimer, the producer of The Rock. Nicolas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. Where are they going to land this thing? How do you feel about the blackjack tables? On June 6th. Woo! Buckle up. Con Air. Directed by Simon West. Thank you and have a pleasant flight.
1: All right, that was Con Air. Let's <laughs> let us let us mourn the last time the, those four words are ever spoken. Directed by Simon West. Did anyone ever? get... Who the fuck is Simon West? <laughs> like, huh? And then, then Uncle after that, Kanye. yeah. Sorry. After that, who cares? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Simon West. Hey, maybe. Um, no, no. Okay, so. So yeah, that was the trailer to Con Air. Um, yeah, that was that was something what I wanted what I well, this is what I was thinking about when I was watching that. This movie's made released in nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety six, uh, Nicolas Cage's big hit film was The Rock. Oh uh, What's that that is Alcatraz. That's, that's the movie where where he Oh, it's so good. I don't know. I don't it's trust so you. I feel ah. like you came to this it Con Air is, show. I don't it know. It's so what? good. No, it's, it's Nicolas Cage and, and Sean Connery teaming up to fight Ed Harris, who's taking over Alcatraz and is firing poison rockets into San Francisco.
2: Is that what it's about? That is My what God. The
1: Rock is about. It is amazing.
2: but It sounds a lot like Shawshank Redemption. But <laughs> uh. And that shit is boring. Very, Very <laughs> similar. Very simple. Way too long. Way but too long. the
1: year. Are there before any makeovers
2: that, in it? Because if there's no makeovers there in the
1: rock, there is. Yes, Sean Connery gets gets a haircut. Um, <laughs> what, what? He's a haircut and a suit. If there's
2: it. five gay guys doing it, I'll watch it. I was just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. But before, but the year before that, 1995, Nicolas Cage wins the Academy Award for Leaving Las Vegas. In what was considered to be one of the greatest uh, acting performances in, in a decade.
2: Fear and Loathing? No.
1: In, in Leaving Las Vegas, Leave it's I a movie uh, where he played an alcoholic writer and he wanted to drink himself to death, and he hooked up with Elizabeth Shue, who also won the Oscar that year. So it was basically the height of Nicolas Cage's career as an artist, and within two years of winning an Oscar,
3: <laughs>
1: in his thirties, no less, you know, at the height of his at, at the height of his career. Comes Con Air.
4: <laughs> <laughs> comes yeah, well you Con need to Air. pay
1: a check. You need to pay a check. Yeah. You need
2: to pay some bills.
1: But I'm pretty sure the movie like broke his brain. I'm pretty sure like mm. because like you know leaving Las Vegas made a little bit of money and he got he got an award out of it. But then The Rock and Con Air makes something like 200 million bucks, and he gets like back end points, and he goes and he buys a dinosaur. And does all the like the Nicolas Cage stuff that Nicolas Cage has done, and all the trouble that he has now with his pay me, paying his taxes, was basically all built on the fortune that he made off these two films.
3: Like but without Conair, there's no national treasure. There's no national therefore
1: treasure. Therefore, it rocks.
2: Yeah. What's that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Family Man. That's a good. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah.
1: That's a that's a Nicolas Cage. That's another Nicolas Cage classic. But yes, there's no. <laughs> There's no national treasure, no national treasure, 2 Book of Secrets. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. All of the good stuff. But all wicker of the bad man, stuff. Wicker Man. Wicker Man. man. No, Wicker Man. Yeah. He
2: punches like five women in that movie. He punches women. <laughs> There's <laughs> a lot of women in woman that woman movie. Women
1: punching the movie. Yes, that's Wicker Man. Um, <laughs> in a bear suit. In a bear suit. In a bear suit. Um, the the second best bear suit movie after Midsummer, I have to say.
3: Mm. Ooh, haven't seen I haven't it yet. Haven't seen it, yeah. That,
1: Watch it. Watch it. See, yeah. I now yeah. I know I don't trust you because uh,
2: I watched the trailer of Midsummer and I was like, hell no. Too For scary. Zola, anywhere where like four way people are like, let's go. I'm like, hell no. Uh-huh.
1: I'm not doing
2: this. <laughs> uh, especially like some small town in Sweden. Definitely yeah,
1: not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's talk about let's talk about Con Air. Yeah. Um, wow. All right. So.
3: Can I? Can yeah, I say, it. Something yes, crazy? say something crazy? Isn't it crazy? Cra- is it, <laughs> it's not that crazy, actually. but you know, <laughs> at the end, uh, Steve Buscemi's character escapes. It was supposed to be like a happy ending, but like this yeah, madman right. is on the loose now. The worst murderer of the entire show is yeah. now out and about. He he was the guy
1: that all the other characters were afraid of. Yeah, like, and he
3: gets free and we're supposed to believe that Nick Cage did a good job like you freed this mass murderer just right. so you could see your daughter. Just, like you probably net positive lost 7 to 10 lives yeah, just so yeah. you could he see your daughter. He
2: because he's sung in the pool with that little girl. Well, well yeah, that, there was that, a the tea
3: party is the weird. The tea
1: party, that, part. that there was is it just me, or did the little girl in the empty swimming pool also come across like a serial killer? Yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. <laughs> like it felt okay. It felt like a meeting of the minds to me. So,
2: <laughs> what is that? The Batman movie where the <laughs> where Bane. But it's actually, like, the woman, that little woman was the girl in the pool. Yeah. Thank you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> Batman on this one. You know was it really? About? No. Oh. <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? <laughs> like
2: the fr- you know, like, the French one was, like, really bad, who killed all those people? Yeah,
1: yeah, Talia oh. al Ghul. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, She right. she she,
3: yeah. that,
2: that's uh, the that, woman, that, the little girl that was playing Tea Party with Steve Buscemi.
1: That weird wow. little girl. She, she felt like a serial killer. She yeah, felt there was news, a, for sure. Steve Buscemi escapes from Con Air. Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle, go. yeah, also the name of a killer doll. <laughs> and she is, and he escapes from the con airplane, and he just has tea in an empty swimming pool near, like, a junkyard. Why <laughs> does she live there? Why does yeah. she live she, there? What is yes. her life? Is there is there any adults? Is she just a wraith that lives in the swimming pool? I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, some people need their kids taken away. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell was that? I was so yeah. This movie had a lot. That was pretty like pretty offsetting because everything in the movie was like so loud and like a lot of gore and like violence that I put, I turned it down. I was like, I can watch it, but like hearing it and seeing violence, like it's too much. So i like just mute it or (laughs) or turn it down, so I don't hear like the. And my friend, I'm watching with my friend. She's like, Can can you turn it up? I can't hear anything. I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, And then to have that like the in the swimming pool, I was like, Oh my god, this is so stupid. All
1: right, all right. Uh, That was was it was also at
3: the end. This is my my two plot holes. Nick Cage at the end, he's gonna go back to jail. Like he killed like four or five people. Oh yeah, like you can't yeah. just do that. I <laughs> know. Like, I know it was like in good faith or whatever. Yeah, but he's going right. back to jail. He's <laughs> going back to
1: jail. But you know, I, I guess I guess that was a, a matter for the sea. Yeah, he, he did. He did cause a lot of mayhem in yeah in the act of like protecting Con Air, I suppose. Like he he's trying to save Michael T. Williamson, who has like a diabetic shock going on situation because yes. yeah. he can't get his can't get his medicine. And he's trying to protect uh, the female guard from Johnny 23. But then he's just going around killing dudes.
3: He's he's going back in the... He saw his daughter once. Now he's gone for and 10, like 10 years one again. Of his
1: One of his murders is basically motivated by a guy holding the, a bunny. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. He <laughs> his daughter's <laughs> stuffed animal. Yeah. He's holding the bunny and, like, put the bunny back in the box. And then he kills the dude straight up.
2: Yeah. I was... Yeah, definitely, like... I mean, so many lessons from this movie. But the wife was like... Honey, don't fight those guys in the in the oh, rainy right, the junkyard. Yeah. And he ignored it. And this is why you need to listen to women, because she was like, at the beginning, if he was like, you're right, let's go home, the, none of this shit would have happened. Right, but like right off top, he wasn't listening, and yeah. that's what and that's what the fuck. If you don't listen to women, you're gonna end up on listen a fiery plane in Las Vegas. <laughs> that's right, uh, that's yeah. because of the
3: military that he's filled with this this. Violent rage. Yes. It's the yeah. Military. Yes.
1: Fault. All right. Before we before so we it's move like, on, it's an
3: anti-military no, industrial complex. And, and, and movie. in prison. And yeah. prison. Yeah. No.
1: No. Don't worry about it. Before <laughs> we move on to to more Con Air, we're, I'm going to play uh, a scene we've already referenced a couple of times. Uh, it is the prisoner introduction scene from Con Air. And while you're watching, ask yourself the following question: Is this racist, or is this really racist? <laughs> Here it comes.
5: Well, we told you today's flight would be special. That's William Bedford, a.k.a. Billy Bedlam. The mass murderer? The same. He caught his wife in bed with another man, left her alone, drove four towns over to his wife's family's house, killed her parents, her brothers, her sisters, even her dog. Stanham. him. And who is that good-looking brother on screen? Nathan Jones, a.k.a. Diamond Dog former general of the Black Guerrillas, He blew up a meeting of the National Rifle Association saying, and I quote, they represented the basest negativity of the white race. He wrote a book in prison called Reflections in a Diamond Eye. New York Times called it a wake-up call for the black community there talking to Denzel for the
4: movie.
5: This one's done it all. Kidnapping, robbery, murder, extortion. Moxcott, Charlie, and perimeter secure. You are clear to release. His name is Cyrus Grissom, a.k.a. Cyrus the Virus. 39 years old, 25 of them spent in our institutions. But he's bettered himself inside, earned two degrees, including his Juris Doctor. He also killed 11 fellow inmates, incited three riots, and escaped twice. Likes to brag that he killed more men than cancer. OK, open wide. Lift your tongue. Cyrus is a poster child for the criminally insane. He's a true product of the system. What's that supposed to mean? What is he, one of these sociology majors who thinks we're responsible for breeding these animals? No, but I could point a few fingers if it would make you feel comfortable. Uh.
2: Penis boy, you are one skinny negro. Easy, man. Open shit. up. Oh man, it smells like so much shit in your mouth. Told me he loved me. <laughs> Get out of my face. All right, all right. Hey, Larkin. Who's
5: that guy? That is Cameron Poe, a parolee, hitching a ride home. He's a nobody. Okay, let's do it. All
1: right, there
5: it was. It is, it is. States parole commission there.
1: Oh, we're gonna we're gonna wait for that one. Sorry. <gasps> All right. So there was uh, the prisoner introduction scene. Before we get to the racism, mm-hmm. of which there is a lot. My question uh, for that scene was: How many times are they gonna land that fucking helicopter?
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just,
1: it, every time someone walked off the bus. The helicopter landed behind them. <laughs>
2: Continuity. <laughs> they needed to keep it going. <laughs> it was, like, <laughs> um, was it me or was Nick Cage's uh, prison suit tailored? It was, like, really well-fitting. Why did
3: he have his eyes closed as he got off the bus?
2: Well, you know, because he,
1: he was feeling the sunshine. <laughs> he was it was he before was
2: Titanic. Titanic was inspired by that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, think it's,
1: I think it was the same year, actually. It wasn't uh-huh. but, like. Yeah, they were just the the sun on his face. He's a free man. He's gonna meet his daughter. He's gonna give her a bunny, and all the optimism just—he just soaked it all in. Uh,
3: (laughs) The Dave Chappelle line's pretty funny, though. He told me he loved me. Yeah, that's that really really makes me laugh. It's really ahead (laughs) of its time in terms of mass eating. um, (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. becoming mainstream.
2: Honestly, you know. Right. It is, you know, it ass is. eating is, is in now. Yeah. But Oh, yeah, well, like it was like 1997.
1: 97 to be like, oh my God, ass eating? What? And then, yeah. like, we're like, yeah, cool. Thursday night, right yeah, on. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: it's a regular Sunday in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> I've got to say, Go for um, it. yeah, so it's like all these murderers in Tanahashi Coats <laughs> in jail. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Why are they caging this guy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> also, also, I hope they
3: make that movie. They should. Yeah, someone Denzel's should write that the, book, yeah, and Denzel yeah. should be in that I'd movie. Watch it. Like,
2: have you seen NRA TV? Like even clips of it. Shit is they, nuts. Have oh, they have their own TV. channel. yeah, they, they have their own, have their own, own TV channel, channel. It's on yeah. Apple TV. Wow. And like I think Amazon Prime. God, I yeah. gotta subscribe. It's crazy. It so there's like a gun. There's like there's different shows, and there's one it's like gun owning for women, and it's like it's like pink guns and like all these like stuff, and then there's like. A black guy hosts a show, and then basically, there's this one show where this guy um, just shoots things, and you can see how the bullets like, can a bullet go through a computer? Can a bullet go through? That's NRA TV. Do they
3: have like a sitcom at all, and he like rap <laughs> laugh tracks sitcoms like, yeah. A Family with a Gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, who'd open the safety? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, How do they address bullying in that episode?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kids should have a gun at school,
2: (laughs) (laughs) and that's why we gave our your teacher for. I don't know. Sorry. No, but doesn't (laughs) doesn't
1: doesn't it feel like though that this movie is just kind of a bit raw, raw right wing? Like it just feels like it is
2: a little Blue Bloods ish. Yeah, there's like Blue Bloods is Republican law and order by the way.
1: Yes, that's true. Uh, With uh, Tom Selleck, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: Isn't it, well, John Cusack's kind of the left wing guy. Yeah, but but yeah, everyone yeah. else is pretty but, but right wing. The Malloy guy, I feel is like the they, Trump guy. I
2: feel like right. they want, like, they're. Sorry. I feel like they are, like, trying to build, like, a progressive message of, like, we should treat prisoners equally. John Cusack ends up always being right. Um, but they're doing, like, a lot of, like. <laughs> They're giving a lot of like r- right wing ideology like they're, opportunities. Yeah. So then it's like, what about this? Ho- what are you a hoity toity sociologist who reads about culture? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like what happens. you like got to hear both sides. It's like
1: it is, it is yeah. a bit of both sidesism and like, but like even John Cusack when he's like, they're talking to Denzel for the movie. Even he's like. Yeah, yeah, that's a, th- th- that, yeah, the way he spits it out, it's like well, fuck you, John Cusack, just a little bit, because that's
3: yeah, the way he says Denzel, it's really yeah, 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 but yeah. like,
1: also, what fucking world is Denzel playing Ving Rhames? Like <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: uh, this is like a separate antidote anecdote um, antidote. Um, <laughs> it's my poison. No, uh, I was watching this drama, like this, like true crime dramatization about this, like serial, this, like white supremacist serial killer and you know like the the actors are typically like better looking than the people mm, so yeah. then they show this guy who's like in Portland or, or like or in Oregon or something like he killed all these people and all this stuff And it was like really bad guy. And then they go to like an interview of the actual murder, and he was like 15 times hotter than the (laughs) actor. And I was like, oh man, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) This is really sad. It made me so sad, man. This like hot white supremacist who killed a lot of people. Uh, Um, I I think I think that'd be a really. (laughs) Am I sorry? Sorry. Is this supposed to show like how bad male culture is, and by bringing me on, you (laughs) prove that maybe women don't need a platform? Yeah, (laughs) maybe they don't. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm just like John Cusack <laughs> what the fuck blah blah. although
1: <laughs> although although Millie uh, my producer's right over there in the audience I think that you should pitch her a podcast where you just rate the hotness of murderers yeah <laughs>
2: no there's too many I don't there's know there's a lot of hot ones there's a lot of hot murderers there's there. not I'm that many lie. I mean I don't know I mean, because everyone that Tom, uh, Todd Bundy, Tim Bundy, Bundy, Todd Bundy, Todd Bundy, for some (laughs) reason
3: that it seems like, oh, let him do it. (laughs) (laughs) His
2: name's Todd. Todd. I mean, you know, like you don't need a backstory. It's like, oh, well, your name's Todd. I mean, this is the whole Netflix show, right? Your parents called you Todd. Of course, you're going to murder 50 people. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, maybe women don't need to speak. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, oh, sorry. Oh, stop I it. I did you wrong. <laughs> you
1: you're doing us wonderful up here. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. I didn't need an apologist because because Millie's representing toxic male culture. Right. <laughs> this is great. All, all I don't by herself. To uh, uh, <laughs> Jef- toxic. Jeffrey tell, us, <laughs> Jeffrey, tell us. Jeffrey, tell us some of your reactions uh, uh, to the to the Con Air trailer, like. When you were younger would, would this have been something that would have appealed to you?
3: Yeah. Uh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I watched this movie in like middle school, maybe like or elementary school. I don't know when they start or end. Uh <laughs> I I loved I loved action movies like this and then I I feel like I became like a little bitch in college, which is good. I got realized yeah. this stuff is bad. I shouldn't have said little bitch. I'm sorry. Can we edit that out? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's forever now. No. Damn it. We, we, ha- we, 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 have to,
1: we have to balance the scales after, after, Millie's, <laughs> <laughs> after Millie's disgrace to femininity. We have, we, have, we have to bring men down to the, to the female level. <laughs>
3: Seeing it now, though, the movie is, fuck, it's so dumb, but there's some great lines in Con Air, though, like when he, when Nick Cage puts the, what's the rapist guy's name? Johnny 23. Johnny he throws him against the wall yeah. and is like, you don't treat women like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so over the top. Like we didn't know they were anti-rape until like, this point in the movie. Really they had to tell us. Yeah, they
2: let that simmer for yeah. a little <laughs> like, too Are high. they, I'm will like, they, won't they? Are they going to show this? Yeah. And I'm like, no. Uh, no okay, thanks, Nikita.
1: <laughs> no No raping after all. <laughs>
2: Racism. No, not in front of me. That's what they yeah. said. They said not right now. Oh, they yeah. They didn't say right. no. They said not no, right not now.
1: Right, right. Not. right. I was like, right. <laughs> okay. Not, not, not in front of, not in front of us who aren't into rape. You do that on your own time, there, Johnny Twenty Three.
3: <laughs> I think another really small trivial masculinity thing in the movie is that what's that like? Bat, Malloy, like the really aggro. D. E. A. guy. Yeah yeah, 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 He's but more mad meeting. that his car gets destroyed than that his partner is <laughs> shot on the plane. <laughs> well, he fucked. He, yeah, his partner. He, l- he was so sad about the car. It, <laughs>
1: his, his his convertible uh, Corvette. That's an the ass kicker on his as, back. As kicker. A z z k i k r as kicker. A- yeah. as kicker. <laughs> and then they they somehow hooked it to the plane as it was taking off, and then they dropped it. Right in front of him, which is...
2: Uh, Talk about guy who can't get hard. (laughs) (laughs) Guy who has a car that the ass kicker on the fucking license. That's the guy who texts you all day You go over and he's like, I'm sorry. Why did I come here from Brooklyn, then? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
3: (laughs) But he'll drive you around in his car, but he won't fuck you.
1: (laughs) You He can't do it.
2: Who needs that? Uh, Millie (laughs) Camara's
1: My most problematic female <laughs> guest ever.
2: Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, well you know, I'm doing my job. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was
4: hired.
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so Alright, so um
1: we have about ten minutes left before okay. we before we put uh our final thoughts on Con Air. I do wanna play the most famous scene in Con air If you know Con Air for any reason whatsoever, it is because of this scene. And it pretty much justifies uh, the film's existence as far as I am concerned. And here it comes.
5: Appears the United States Parole Commission that. Oh. Man. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: Put the bunny back in the box. I knew you was a punk. And I was right. You've been playing us all along, you a free man. I said, put the bunny back in the box.
1: All right, that was it. That is, that was the emotional climax of Conair. Put the bunny back in the box.
3: Why are his teeth so yellow?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you know
2: it. why because he's hotter than Nicolas Cage, and they had to bring him yeah. down a little bit. Oh my so God. they do like a they do like a feature. Okay, well we got to make his teeth yellow. So yeah, Cage isn't but good. but how hot
1: was Billy Bedlam though? That that guy. He's hot. He's hot. Yeah, yeah. I I do not know who that actor is, but he he was a hottie. He spared
3: his wife too, a feminist.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> he right. He got her with he someone else. He went to go kill, kill her family. Yeah, yeah, the whole
2: family. Maybe sometimes though. Maybe sometimes it's like, you know what? The family gotta go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does anyone watch Ninety yeah. Day Fiance? Right. Family sometimes the family's gotta Some, go. Somethi- that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the wife got to live though. <laughs> uh. All right.
1: All right. Uh, Millie, uh <laughs> final thoughts on, on the experience, uh, the politics, anything related to Conair, uh anything that you uh Come away with a greater understanding of men, anything at all. Uh, what are your thoughts on the experience of Con Air?
2: Um, some eye candy. Not, not, not enough. No, I just, uh, I mean, so I really thought about it, right? So it has like a 55 on Rotten Tomatoes. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, has a 32. <laughs> Giggly by J-Lo uh, uh-huh. and, and Ben Affleck has a six.
1: Oh, wow. So
2: this is better than that uh apparently Apparently. according to that yeah but i also think that there's a male bias on Ryan tomatoes i don't know um it's bad there's a lot of bad movies out there nicholas cage is ridiculous but it is like funny it's super funny and it's just one of those movies that i like to get high and watch uh tyler perry movies and i feel like you have to go with it. yeah no there yeah Medea's boo uh, boo halloween one and two are insane I, I, but i, can um, see that. I definitely there's can see two yeah. of them <laughs> there's two of them. two of them and you know i went to magic johnson theater with like 50 people each time that it came out right. and watched it and it was crazy because uh, they do do and they do do like a 20-minute scene about why it's good to beat your kids um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway great it's for getting like, high yes. yeah great for getting high because you're like why did I do this um but yeah I think that you know it's bad but it's I guess kind of fun it's a little gory and stupid and yeah I don't know I feel like kind of all like you know male culture is like fun yeah. and bad and it's dumb and
1: I mean, it defi- everything. It, uh, it always has an appeal. Violence has an appeal, even when it's like made funny. Like it's it's interesting to watch, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, um, your final thoughts, having rewatched. Uh,
3: Con Air uh,
1: as a real live adult.
3: One thing I forgot to add is that I watched it with my girlfriend today, and she thought she thinks Steve Buscemi is so hot. Ew. That's like her. That's like her like fantasy in life. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you got crazy. you better <laughs> you better just
2: hold on to that one. Hold on to that one. I mean, like
1: I mean
3: the, she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> whatever his, I can't remember what his character is, but he's describing like how he like loves to kill people, and she's like. That's really cool. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, do you want me to kill someone? <laughs> I'll, no. d- I'll do it. <laughs> <She> <laughs> <You
1: know>? I <laughs> mean, if nothing that it, I have, I have not heard a better love match. <laughs> <Yeah. on laughs> I know. This I show I, than that. that that's be a keeper. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on tight to that one.
3: Yeah. But concluding remarks. My, me, male, col- male culture sucks. Is if you go into it like men who go into it like this is my values like that's lame but if you just want to have like fun it's fine like you just want to have like a dumb yeah. hour and a half or whatever there's I, I some funny jokes in the movie I gotta say
1: I was really really surprised about how racist it was um, yeah
3: that was a shock that
1: that was kind of a shock but other than other, than, other than the rampant racism <laughs>
2: wasn't it was
1: okay was uh, it a
2: shock Running King? I don't know. That yeah. uh, was right. only a few years before. I'm oh, sorry. All that? right. Um, we got <laughs> like to like wrap two up. two years before this
1: movie? It was six years before that movie, I think. But we got to yes. wrap up. <laughs> um, Millie, uh, let everyone know uh, in the audience and uh, those listening, uh, this, this uh, episode will be out, I think, uh, early August. So if you have anything that you want people to come see, uh, let us know where we can find you.
2: Yes, you can follow me on Twitter at Millie Tameris, aka Wactose Intolerant, yeah. uh, <laughs> formerly known as Swagetti and Meatballs, um, and on, t- on Instagram as Millie on Fire, but with a four instead of an F. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing great, guys. <laughs> You're killing I'm it. glad to be the rep uh, for all the women in here. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know that all the, wi- the years that women of color were silenced, maybe it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs>
1: absolutely not. Uh, Jeffrey, let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not, but maybe maybe it kind of is. All right, Jeffrey, let everyone know where they can find you on the Internet, and if you have anything coming up. In early August or thereabout. What do we got? The month of August. Oh, my uh,
3: My social media handle, all of them are Jeffrey ATM, Jeffrey Astomouth. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> that's, I wish that wasn't a joke, but that is. My last name's Osmus, so people call me Jeffrey Astomouth in high school. It's really funny. Uh, <laughs> wow. How did that make you feel? It was funny <laughs> at the time. My boss called me that for years. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Well, I we don't have time to
2: unpack that. I got <laughs>
3: fired for throwing a pancake at them. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Is
2: male culture just like <laughs> saying traumatic things in the moving past yeah, it and laughing yeah, it off? Yeah, right. but
3: kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's, a yeah. Good, that's a good encapsulation <laughs> of it, yeah. That's all I got. Oh, I host a show every Thursday at Cherry Tree Bar in Park Slope. That's fun. Oh, comedy right on. show. Right on. If you didn't yeah. get that from when I did comedy earlier. Definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, I I am Gina Bloom, and you can find me on all social media at Gina Bloom, J E E N A B L O O M. You can find this podcast on the More Banana Network, uh, uh, More Banana Pods, or More Banana Podcast, depending on using Twitter or. Instagram Uh, you can also find me in the LA area where I live now I'll be at the improv on August 21st and I'll be at the comedy central stage uh, for sit and spin uh, on September 17th so uh, come out Check us out. Uh, this show is almost over. First uh, season wraps in just a few weeks. We'll be ending on Infinite Jest. So make sure you Whoa. hear. Are you all making about people read that? I made someone read Infinite Jest. I uh, the whole all thing? It, the entire thing. Yeah. Of I
3: know. Course you, course you knew did. that. You of knew that already. You, you knew that. Of course you, that. <laughs> of course you
2: did. I know nothing about you except that you definitely <laughs> read Infinite <laughs> Jest.
3: I will say I didn't <laughs> like it oh
2: uh,
1: well, okay uh, you gotta that's, that, that's cover it up yeah. now okay. <laughs> for reading an entire thousand page book you did not like yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound like a podcast producer All right, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, my final thoughts on Conair. Air just got a minute left yeah it's okay it's pretty right wing I was really surprised uh, by how right wing it is but yeah just like Millie said it, it kind of led us to Trump where it just sort of made right wing into a sort of a thing that was kind of cool and I don't want to blame it for Trump, but it's certainly of a co- uh, you know mm. two sides of the same coin, maybe mm. a little bit. I don't know, but other th- other than the rampant racism and the weird sexual politics, it was okay. Uh, yeah, there we so go. <laughs> <just> <laughs> so take that uh, on your way home. Don't rape in front of uh, Cyrus the virus, please don't. <laughs> and w- if you ever have, if you ever told to, always remember to put the bunny. Back, back in, in the, the box. box. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>